0: yeah, this is Kirsty and welcome to my podcast, Period and Life. In this podcast we're going to talk about periods, of course, we're also going to talk about the culture of periods, the perception of periods, the history of periods, period products, but we're also going to talk about life as well, how you're doing in lockdown, maybe a little bit on mental health. We're going to discuss all this with down to earth guests, and we're also going to get some experienced members of society to come on and talk about periods. So, let's break down these walls and get talking. But (laughs) (laughs)
1: no, it's lockdown. Okay, lockdown. But we will get to periods. Yes, we will. We've had periods in lockdown. We have. Oh, we've had a major period shift during lockdown, actually. Really? Because we switched from disposable sanitary pads to uh, the cheeky wipes. Really? Yeah. Don't use them at all. Don't use the disposable ones at all. Just onto the um, onto the cotton. Yeah, reusable cotton and bamboo
0: pads. Oh, when you said cheeky wipes, I didn't think of it as the brand. I thought Ah, it was was just the wipes. I'm like, oh yeah, we just just using wipes. (laughs) Let it go and then just wipe ourselves (laughs) up. (laughs) That's like that's yeah, yeah, that's like how it used to be done. Yeah, back
1: in the day. Yeah, if it was good enough for the medieval people, it's good enough for us.
0: Yeah. Would you prefer to do the period one or the lockdown one? Because like I think the period one's quite interesting. Shall we do
1: periods? We'll do periods. Let's do periods. It's a room full of three three women. I think I'm due on as well. So oh, I am. Yeah, and I have just finished, so we are right. Wow. Ready.
2: <laughs> I mean, it's going to be It's quite... Oh, the odds are quite great,
0: aren't they? Yes, like, that's true, yeah. <laughs> so, hello. Today we're going to be talking about periods. Uh, so why are we discussing uh, menstruation and periods today? My answer is why not and periods have such a huge impact on women and our daily lives um, and there's such a massive stigma and unwillingness of society to embrace a natural and biological process so let's break down the walls Mm -hmm. of periods. So yeah, so I'm here with Steph and Mandy. Hi! Hello! Thanks for joining me. So today I'm going to talk about a little bit of history on periods Um, a few myths and then we'll go into the reality and talk about how we manage our periods and how we feel about the taboo in society. So we've got some myths here. So the first one is that period blood was used in medicine.
1: I mean, I could believe that. That sounds like a thing. Yeah, it absolutely was. Oh, okay, oh. it was
0: used to cure um, in, inverted commas um, the cold, or sometimes even like uh, sepsis, blood infections. Um, don't think it worked, <laughs> but yeah. maybe this meant they died of something
1: else. Possibly, <laughs> maybe it added to the symptoms. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like uh, homeopathy, yes. Add a little Mm. bit of blood to your sepsis (laughs) to cure the
0: sepsis. (laughs) We've got a second myth here. So women on their period could stop or even control storms, (laughs) which is one hundred (laughs) percent just not true. Oh (laughs) my God!
2: Imagine the power
1: we'd wield. (laughs) (laughs) If that were true, it would never stop. Radiohead. Let's put it that way. You have the power <laughs> to control it, though. Yeah, but th- like, how local are we talking? Are we talking like your own little localized storm that you have control over, or are we talking like regional? Because then you'd have multiple like period witches, like, yeah, like... battling over control of the weather. Yeah. So I, I need <laughs> more
0: information, basically, to determine <laughs> whether or not this would work. <laughs> but yeah, this was a belief. Uh, it's absolutely not true. But yeah, and the third myth is that period blood was perceived as dirty blood, further enabling men to treat women in an inferior manner. Obviously, period blood is not dirty blood. It's just blood. Mm -hmm. Just from a different part of the body. So there are your myths, um, and we're going to go into the history now. So, historically, how have women coped with periods? Periods. In prehistoric times, studies show that women's uh, periods were less frequent due to malnourishment and a short lifespan. So the focus wasn't really how to manage your period, it was where to get your next meal mm-hmm. or to that reproduce. Yeah. So uh, there wasn't much support for those women back then. But the first clues of materials being used for menstruation to manage periods lies in a fantastic story. In the fourth century, Hypatia, the first female mathematician, is said to have thrown a used menstrual cloth at a man in an effort to get him to go away. (laughs) Oh, that'll do the (laughs) trick! So this not only tells us that Hypatia uh, could stand up for herself, but also that people in the Roman period most likely used pieces of cloth to soak uh, soak up the menstrual blood. So we're thinking that the Roman period is probably the first era where... Who are actually thinking, right, we need to manage this rather mm-hmm. than just letting it flow freely. Um, so then we move through thousands of years where we're still not too sure what was actually used besides just cloth or women bleeding through the clothing. So towards the end of the 19th century, we start to see uh, the introduction of the sanitary belt, which is Essentially belt with a waistband around the waist and then you'd have two clips and then you'd have the, t- the cloth clipped in at the front and the back. So just like a belt
1: and then a massive oh, piece of soft. cloth.
0: And that was used up until the 1970s, if yeah. you can believe. Wow. Yeah. yeah, but they're forgotten today because... Obvious you... reasons. Obvious reasons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this is one of my favourite historical facts about sanitary products the first menstrual cup was created in the 1930s Mm. but the advertisements just disappeared because no one wanted to use that it was too too extreme involved too invasive yeah Yeah, it was very difficult for women to get the head rounds having to actually touch themselves Mm. to manage their period and also like
1: what was it made of
0: yeah like it was rubber, a rubber cup, and it had the same rough design, but obviously it wouldn't maybe have been as secure as the modern day ones to fit in. But yeah, so it was already created like back in the day, but it was just completely forgotten about. Yeah. and the tampon was created the year after. By... Oh, do
1: we think there was some sort of like rival? Because we're saying, oh yeah, maybe the menstrual cup didn't take off because people didn't want to touch themselves down there. But did anyone look to see whether the tampon crowd had anything to do with it?
0: Possibly. Well, that's an interesting point because it was Earl Haas who created the tampon. um, And the reason why it took off so well is that he created the applicator so women didn't have to touch themselves Whereas the menstrual cup is very, yeah. what some people would describe as invasive, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it just instantly was just cast aside, and the tampon was embraced.
1: Yeah, I was thinking more on the lines of Mr. Tampon was going around just burning all the boxes of menstrual cups, but yeah. that's less likely than. <laughs> 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 but I make the film about it though. That's how yeah, it that's would how it'll down. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, tampons remain popular for many years Um but there was always again, the tabby of buying them if you're a married woman, it was fine to buy them. If you weren't married, then mm. it was frowned upon to go to a shop and buy them. But why? Penetration, isn't
1: it? Oh, right, so rather than just using... Okay, yeah. yeah. That's
0: still
2: seen as a thing today. Is it? Well, some... I've heard that being talked about, where they men think that
0: tampons
2: are like...
0: Like a sexy thing? Not a
2: sexy thing, but like that sort of idea, I guess. Yeah,
0: well there was the assumption that if you used a tampon and you weren't married, that meant you yeah. wouldn't have had sex, and the tamp- using the applicator would, yeah. you know, you'd lose your virginity. To a tampon. tampon.
1: tampon. Ridiculous, right? I mean, I'd rather than (laughs) to. Maybe that was more the problem. They're like, they don't need us anymore. Yeah, it's
2: more likely we will no longer be required (laughs) in
0: society. Replaced by a tampon. There you go. But the tampon was actually not quite replaced. But in 1969, the first ever pad with an adhesive strip (laughs) was created, so that was then the end of the production of the menstrual belts because no one wanted a belt Mm -hmm. when you could just, you know, put it 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 in in your underwear. Um, And then they were both kind of on par, quite popular and uh, selling really well throughout the next 30, 30 years. And then this is one of my favorite facts, that the way, the word period is spoken out loud in a commercial for the first time ever uh, in 1985 yeah. in an advert for Tampax by Courtney Cox. <gasps> mm. No way. Yeah. Gasp. I know. Yeah. That would have been like the talk of the town ta- at the what time. What did they
1: call it before?
0: Um, well, I, think it, I think that was the company Tampax was like the main tampon selling company. Ah, uh, so, okay,
1: yeah. So they'd have just said, some Tampax for your lady time, like
0: what do they what did they refer to it as?
1: Out. Oh yeah, maybe. Mm. Although could to me they... menstruation sounds like more icky.
0: Yeah, it sounds quite serious, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, like you've got disease. Time of the month. Time, oh, time yeah. of the month. Yeah, that's true, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So yeah, then 2003, uh, birth control was FDA approved, so women could even skip their periods entirely with a lot of the mm. contraceptives you could take as a pill. We moved through 2000s and the menstrual cup, cups come back into fashion and they're environmentally friendly. And then we come into the modern day and we've got lots of reusable products. We've got my favourite um, period pants. Mm-hmm. I think they're the best thing ever. Reusable pads. And I don't use anything that's throw away now, mm-hmm. which I thought I didn't think I'd ever do. Uh, I yeah, thought so I couldn't be converted and then you mentioned about the period pants and i mm-hmm. was like oh my god you can wear pants that okay. absorb everything mm-hmm. i'm wearing a pair right ah. and they're black
1: like, <laughs>
0: so you can't yeah it's not as
2: horrible like yeah. in that sense of like you can't see it as
0: much yeah and it's a bit not like a every discreet,
1: isn't you go to the loo you're like oh yeah shit i'm bleeding yeah. it's just yeah.
0: like The throwaway pads are just crunchy and... Sweaty. Sweaty is the word I would use. It, like, rubs as well. And it's just... Oh, it just feels awful. Like, you don't really
1: think about it because you've been using them... You're
0: just used to it. Yeah, unless you normally
1: use tampons, and I never have. Like, that's just what it feels like. And then, Mm -hmm. yeah, when we try, like, switching to the bamboo ones you're like, oh my god, this is, like, just a complete game changer. And then I was still using the um, disposable ones for, like, going to the gym and stuff, just because I wasn't completely sold on how um, reliable the bamboo ones would be. And also, they're a bit thicker, so I was a bit nervous about being able to see them, like, through your leggings or whatever. And then you really notice the difference, especially because you're, like, doing something hot and sweaty anyway. Like... It definitely makes a huge difference, mm-hmm. but the pants are just something else, man. <laughs> They're really good. <laughs> yeah. I've had
0: um, you know, a few conversations about the period pants, and some people, they don't yeah. feel great about them because they feel different and weird, Yeah. whereas like, I put it on, and I was like, I only go to bed... When I'm on my period, I only go to bed in period pants mm-hmm. now, Yeah. because I don't need to do it. I just put them on, and then it's like, yeah, exactly. everything's fine. Yeah. I don't need to think about it leaking or anything. It's just, it's genuinely, like, changed my life. I'm not even going like, emotional. I'm not even lying. It's, like, <laughs> it's liberating. It, really it really is. i like, I stopped using tampons about f- three years ago just because I got to a point where, like, this is the most uncomfortable thing yeah. I've yeah. ever... I've never I've like ever worn. Tampons. No,
1: I've never understood why people are so... I mean,
0: I, I understand the,
1: the advantages of it, mm-hmm. but I've just never felt... Because you're so aware of them all the time. Maybe I'm just putting it in wrong.
2: Yeah, I think... There is a thing where it's like, oh, you're not meant to be able to feel it. So if you can, you always feel like you've done it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So to me, it was always a case of like, oh, I mustn't know how to properly put a tampon in. Yeah. Because I can feel it. And you just keep trying
1: <laughs> it. It just feels the same. Yeah. But yeah,
2: I act like, I think it's the difference as well between some women don't like the fact that it's, if they use a pad, it's all sat there. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's more of like, I guess it goes back to that cleanliness
0: yes. argument, yeah. Yeah.
2: whether or not that's you know what it is because it's mm-hmm. not dirty. Mm. It's you know menstrual blood, like. it's
1: not something they. It's not like a they prefer it to be sort of clean down there rather than have. To I see guess, it the yeah, time. yeah, yeah. Whereas it creeps me out that I can't see it. I'm like,
2: how and do also I know when it's full, <laughs> the horror <laughs> stories of toxic shock oh, syndrome yeah, yeah, which are yeah, dropped into well, you. Yeah. You're yeah. like, you have it in for an hour and you're like, oh my God, I'm going to die. <laughs> yeah. I
0: yeah. did have one horrible thing that happened to me where I wasn't even on my period, but because I'd, I was using tampons for my periods. Um, I think I I stayed at my parents' one night and I slept walked into the bathroom. This is what I assume happened, because wow. I woke up with this tampon in me and I was literally like, I'm not even on my period, so why is there a tampon in me? What? And I thought, oh, my God, imagine if I didn't even, like, feel it or oh, check.
1: Oh, <gasps> yeah. yeah, it was scary.
0: That's so weird.
1: You sleep inserted a tampon. I
0: know. Like, <laughs> as a woman,
1: <laughs> I'm just, like, sleepwalking that's my period. like well,
0: Even when mad. I'm not. Yeah. 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 So that was uh, not great. Mm. But, um, no, I think that's the whole thing of, like, I don't like having a tampon, wearing a tampon, because there's a time thing on there where it's, yeah. like, I have to take it out after a certain amount of time. And so it creates stress yes mm. for me yeah. whereas like the period pads you know the reusable ones the cup I'm still not fully set on but I do yeah. use it but um there's just less of a health risk mm-hmm. and time restraint yeah. on all of them like yeah and you can feel straight
1: away when you have it's like a, you've reached the limit and you absolutely have to go and change
0: it so mm. like yeah it just gives you that f- flexibility yeah yeah I think and, like security, key. doesn't it? I think preparation's the key as well. It yes. took me, like, a few months to get enough product so I could last a full mm, period really. and not be like, oh, I'm running out. Mm, just being like, washing. oh, these I'll wash tomorrow, then I've got them at the end of the period if yes. I need them kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, I am glad because I just think about all the waste I created mm-hmm. from, like, the throwaway stuff. Yeah. It's like when you, well, when we were allowed to go out <laughs> and you go into the toilets and you just see the amount of, like, trash in the yeah. toilets and that's yeah. just when you're out yeah then you think like then at home as well so I know a few people who have straight up when I've like sent the links mm. for reusable products and they've just been like no there's other ways to save the environment because it's such a change in the frame mm. of mind the way you approach your period because if, if you've done that all your mm. life like it took me like maybe a few days to come around to buying the products because mm. I was like hmm a menstrual cup and then I wasn't too sure yeah you know so I think it's quite a big deal it is you know it's such a big part of your life and I think you know if there
1: are um I mean it's helped that this year we have both been stuck at home not working in an office mm-hmm. I think I would have been a lot more sketchy about giving them a try during yes. the week because the last thing you want to do is have a leak or something when you're in an office full of blokes and you can't just go and change and
0: yeah you know it's
1: it's a it, so I think there's that as well you're used to the you know the reliability of the product you've been using your whole life mm. and to make that switch in a when you're going to be in a public place can be quite nerve it's also
2: where so with reusable pads especially it's where do you put them mm-hmm. If you have to change it in public, you have to be prepared and bring yes, yes something the to thing. put them in. Yeah, to take them out again, which could be quite a big thing for a lot of people. Yeah. That's
0: what I'm not quite prepared for now because I didn't get like the starter kits. I kind of wanted to try one uh, yeah. thing and see how it fit. But I definitely need like you know the box where you can put the reusable yeah. ones in because I haven't got that right now. And especially with the cup as well because uh, you have to empty yeah. the cup. But like people are, like oh you can just pour it into the toilet but it's like but it's not clean yeah so I feel like sometimes it needs a rinse yeah Uh, but then what if I've not got a bottle of water with Mm -hmm. me Mm. and then I need to put it like do you wipe the tissue so I think you take it to the sink (laughs) yeah like (laughs) (laughs) hey (laughs) boss yeah so I think it's it's definitely a preparation yeah Um, but I only really thought about this more because well you already know that like I stopped using the implant Mm. in September my periods have balanced out now and I've not had a normal uh, period without contraception since I was 18. Wow. So my periods are really... They are heavy, but they feel more normal. Mm. Whereas before it was all, like, way too much hormones in my body and very erratic. But side effects of periods are really bad for me now. Like, Mm. I've never had the lower back pain or the cramps. Mm. Uh, I guess you're kind
1: of having it's not a second puberty but it's that like if you've never had a, you've not had a normal period most of your really adult not life you're kind not. of starting that up again aren't you and your body's figuring out how to deal with the changes and all that sort of stuff so. I think
0: if I was in the office I think I would have had many sick days yeah. because it was very difficult a lot of it and I was very unwell mm. like I feel like I'm always really poorly on my period mm-hmm. for like maybe like a few days before during and then I think the last few days it eases off but yeah it's made me appreciate how difficult periods are for people because it was not a different way when I was on contraception it was more I couldn't predict them but they were much shorter and they were just much more manageable whereas now I feel like it's like a storm coming. I can <laughs> feel it. I feel unwell for the a days. Yeah. And then it's like hot water bottles. I'm walking mm-hmm. around. Like sometimes I just tuck them into my jeans yeah. when I'm like working yeah. or I'm just walking yeah. around. And it's, it has made me like see it in a whole new light mm-hmm. and how important it is to talk about it. And mm-hmm. like n- I never used to speak. I don't know. I, I never used to utter the word period to my, maybe like my mum when I was a teenager because mm-hmm. I had to. But then like between like maybe like 16 and 29, 30, never really spoken mm. to anyone about periods or the struggle that you go through. Whereas now I can't stop talking about it <laughs> because I feel like I've opened the gates now. Yeah. I know people are okay to talk about it. So mm. like I turned around to my mum and started talking about periods and she's like, oh, right, okay, we can <laughs> talk about that. But it's a bit of a shock because a lot of people are like, no one ever talks about it. And it's kind of nice that people are talking about it because it's so important. I've been
1: quite lucky in that, like, it's not like I sit and chat to my mum about my sex life and all that sort of stuff, but I've never felt that I haven't been able to tell her, oh, I'm having a really bad period or whatever. And I've been quite lucky with um, sort of the friendship groups I've had over the years as well, where, like... I mean, I'm a bit of an icebreaker anyway, so the second... You know, I meet someone new. The fastest I can get to talk about periods and poo, it means that all that's out of the way. You know, what I mean? <laughs> so yeah. like I don't know. I it doesn't bother me in the same way that it bothers other people, and so I get very sort of weirded out actually when people are funny about it. I'm like, what's well, your issue, kind of thing.
0: Yeah, but
1: I don't know how it's been for you, Mandy.
2: Yeah, I I mean, I used to talk to my mum about it a lot um, as a teenager. I used to her a lot of things. I remember going on a school trip. We had to stay overnight in London. I think it was year nine, so we would have been like 14. So I think I started my first period when I was about 13. So I'd mm. been having them for very long. and was going on this school trip and I remember the morning we were going, I'd started and I was crying my eyes out because I didn't know what it would be like and I like didn't you didn't talk about it like with your classmates or anything and then one of my friends told me that she was on her period that week that couple of days and I felt like Mm. oh my god like I've got someone to sort of like hang on to yeah so I think there is that importance of like talking about it between each other because as you've just said as well like the way your periods are are different to the way my periods are different Mm -hmm. to the way your periods are And so you don't realise that when it's yourself. And I think, like, especially for, like, you know, there's always the jokes that men don't know very much about periods at all. But they don't. They don't have them. But what? But they don't have them. So they can't experience, like, I can't understand why you have cramps for a whole week. Because I only have cramps for one day. Mm. And it's like, you can understand it because I have them, so I can say, like, oh, I understand that you have them, but I'm still like, well, I can't imagine that. Yeah. So if you don't have anything like that at all, yeah. it can be really difficult to imagine mm. what that must be like.
0: It's definitely a culture as well yeah. where it's like, with sex education, it's just like, oh, the boys go in this room because they don't need to know about periods. It's like, well, they do need to know about yeah, periods. they should do, Because, yeah. like, just because they're, you know, they're boys doesn't mean yeah. they, they, they they should miss out on this, yeah. you know. Um, this was a revela- another yeah. revelation to me because I um, at
1: my school we didn't separate out and everyone learned about it and mm-hmm. I remember at the time when I was having those lessons thinking "Oh, this is really good, and then my younger sister I remember being really embarrassed by the fact the boys were still in the room and they were talking about periods, mm-hmm. so again that's that's another kettle of fish, but yeah it, I just thought, oh well that's the national curriculum, like all boys now must learn about it and then when I talked to other people it's like, oh no, that's not what happened in my school And then you're like, well, obviously, clearly men don't understand what women are going through if that's what we do. It's Mm. ridiculous
0: because, like, the whole, it just contradicts everything about society. Because there's this, like, expectation that you're going to be straight, you're going to get married, and you're going to have kids. Why would you not want to be educated on one of the biggest parts of your life? Mm -hmm. Like, if you're going to partner up with someone, or if you're just going to, like, have friends who are women, you've got... got it's you know, the
1: mechanism through which we have children. Yeah, like if, if we shouldn't shouldn't don't just do be, that, yeah.
0: we can, You know what I mean? It shouldn't just be like, oh, this is a woman, or, you know, this is girl stuff, this is women stuff. Yeah. It's like this is real life stuff, mm-hmm. and it affects everyone, and women suffer with the burdens of it. Mm-hmm. But it's completely normal and natural. And I don't know how many times that people have said like, "Oh, you're on your period." Even in like modern day, like maybe like four years ago, one of my friends who I went to school with. He's very crude anyway, but he, like, joked and said, oh, she's on the blob, maybe if I was in a bit of a mood. And it was the first time I'd turned around to someone, I was like, do you know what, that's not okay, because periods are normal. Mm. And, yeah, people might be moody on the periods, but do you know what people go through on the periods? Mm -hmm. And he didn't have a clue. No. He was like, I don't know. I was like, you are married with two kids, and, like, how... I'm like, how have you never had a conversation about His periods? His poor wife. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Clearly doesn't get the support. Doesn't get any simple yeah. support. Yeah. I think it's the thing as well with, like, women, like, are made to feel like they can't talk about mm. it because no one has ever said to me, like, encouraged me to talk about it. Like, especially in school, there was no, like, there was the explanation of what a period is, what you use, what sex is, da-da-da. But there was nothing, like, about the cultural side of it and the social side of it. There was just no support or education. The pure extent of
1: what constitutes PMT. Because you're like, oh, you'll have mood swings and you might have stomach cramps. Mm -hmm. No one warns you that you might get the shits. And, like... And just feel unwell for a week before anything even happens and... Um, like the leg ache Blowing Blowing Yeah
0: It's absolutely mad and friend no friend gets one you about this mm. Yeah, yeah. No, no one And a lot of men Don't have much sympathy No um, But like I won't say his name But I was going out with someone But he was very supportive But he had no idea How periods worked He didn't have a clue But he wasn't like Nasty about it He was just like You seem like you're really unwell Because I was having a bad period At that time And he was like I don't actually understand what periods are. And there's a lot of things about, you know, women that he just didn't understand. And he wow. asked me about them. And when I told him, he was just like, you do that every month. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, mine's contraceptive influenced. So it's not as bad as other people I know. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And he's like, wow, I did not know that. I'm like, well, clearly the sex education in the school isn't working. Mm-hmm. Because if it's something that men forget about, I feel like being educated on pe- a period is something I don't think you no. should forget about. No. And I think a lot of men do. Which mm-hmm. makes me think that they're not being taught properly. Yeah.
2: Also it's not something that affects them Yeah. So just in the like... main is it? So it's like mm. don't need to know. And also as a culture it's sort of the general idea of like, oh yeah, women just bleed and then they like moan about it. Then yeah. They get moody. And that generally tends to be What is taught to a lot of people, and I've read some like absolute horror stories online about like the way employers are with women and stuff, and Mm -hmm. you know just the general lack of understanding about what it is, so that they don't they think it's put on, they think. You can somehow stop it, which yeah. is the That's craziest one. <laughs> just stop it flowing out. That's right. I, yeah. I remember right at my muscle. school somebody said something like, Oh, can you not just put a cork up there? And it's just like Oh <laughs> my god. Well what? you
1: can, it's called a tampon. And then, yeah, it
2: have the same effect. <laughs> it
1: doesn't stop it from happening. It's just it's
0: bizarre. Like wasn't there like that crazy uh, fact about one of the first female astronauts that went up into space oh and my. NASA supplied her with like a thousand Oh, yeah. Or something ridiculous for a week. And then, like, everyone was just like. I mean, she did have quite the heavy flow.
2: I think it, yeah, it's it's, crazy. It blows my mind that women are half the population, but, like, most women have periods or have had a period or have in some way been impacted by periods. Mm -hmm. And as a society and a culture, we seem to know so little about periods and how they impact day to day life. Yeah, it's just sort of this, this subject that's just not—it's there, but it's no one really wants to. No one wants
1: to talk yeah, about it. Yeah, no one wants to ignore it. It, it yeah. was only recently, wasn't it, that we had the first advert where they didn't put the mysterious blue. Oh, liquid. the blue liquid. Oh, I yeah. did. I did. Because blood is red. Like, yeah. just use red. red. Yeah, just use the use even pink. You know, just. Like, something that's vaguely that's recognisable not as toilet well. cleaner.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Though I didn't realise that I'd start
1: bleeding cheeky vintage
2: hair. Like. God, I should stop drinking in those, uh... <laughs> um, blue Wicked bubblegum panda
1: pops. <laughs> well, my period's red, it's supposed to be blue. <laughs> but it's like, it's that and, um, and, like, um... Uh, women's razors, they never... You're always shaving a perfectly shaving shaved leg. No yeah, hair. Yeah. Like, it's like you don't want to see the icky before, you just want to see the result well, being cleaned up. Well, that's another out. situation, oh, isn't it, of, yeah.
2: like, the fact that periods are something that make women human mm. and not these, you know, mysterious creatures yes, that yeah. are just on these podiums waiting to, be, waiting to be picked up by, yeah. yeah. It's like talking about it brings the realism mm. as well, which mm. is a whole other issue. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I
0: started sure. growing my outfit hair and... Yeah. and I actually, I thought, because you know when it grows like a few millimetres, mm. I feel like it smells a bit, but mm. now I've left it, it doesn't really smell. Oh really? Because that's what my... stops
1: me. I, I always feel um, unclean and, yeah. and itchy.
0: It only started to smell yesterday when I'd already had a shower, but um, I was listening to a funny voice message from someone. And because I was laughing so hard, I started sweating. And then after, <laughs> so maybe laughing sweat smells a bit more, I don't know, blame. Yeah. <laughs> but I haven't shaved my legs in a, well, a year and a half, but my hair's are blonde on my legs, mm. so, like, kind of doesn't count, because yeah. can't really see them. Yeah, it counts. Um, but yeah, they're pretty long, like, I just, but you can barely see mine, just because yeah. I've got, like, quite fair hair. Um. But, yeah, my pits have grown quite a bit. I thought I'd be, like, really grossed out and shave them, but now I'm past the point point. it feels okay. It doesn't... um, There's that many people,
1: particularly through um, the people I know in roller derby, who don't shave and particularly don't shave their armpits. It doesn't even... Like, I don't even clock it anymore. mm. But I personally don't like how it feels on myself.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm like. I don't care if you don't want to do it. I see it it on other
1: people. I'm like, oh, I really wish, like... Oh, maybe I should grow my ha- leg hair out, and then I don't like how it feels on me. So it's like,
0: yeah, it's definitely what you're you have the choice, with. don't you? Yeah, I think it's like you do whatever suits you and what makes mm. you feel good and what makes you feel comfortable. Um, it just annoys me that there's always this expectation. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, like my little sister, she always used to like grow her armpit hair out for fun, and it always used to like boggle my mind because <laughs> she like I'm not saying there's anything wrong with like the way I look or, you know, different types of beauty, but she has, like, long, amazing hair, Mm -hmm. like, she's, like, she's got really, like, dark skin tone, and she just always looks luxurious when I see her. So she's a different type of fashion to me, but she always looks great. And then she's just like, oh, growing my pits, and she's just the type of person you would never think would. Yeah. And I'd be like... Why have you grown him? She's like, I don't know. It's just funny. That's so good, isn't it? And that she shaves that level off when, confidence. Yeah, yeah, she just shaves them off when she feels like yeah, it. Yeah. and it's like it's definitely what you're comfortable yeah. with. Yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah. But I'm gonna see how they smell. Yeah, they don't really smell. I think if they start <laughs> stinking a lot, I think mm. I'll shave. I think that's my main issue with like shaving, like down below as well. Mm. Is that like, sometimes like I need less hair just because it feels a bit nicer. Yeah. Then it gets to a point, and then I just shave it again. Yeah, I I gave up on that.
1: It's like basically down to my knees by now.
0: Yeah,
1: (laughs) (laughs) the more you shave, the further it spreads. (laughs)
0: Yeah, it's all down to what you're comfortable with, isn't it? but yeah. Anyway, when we talk about periods, sorry, I sidetracked this
1: conversation. (laughs) I mean, it's related.
0: It is related. It's body
1: image, like
0: yeah. It's yeah. Women's issues. My
2: friend from back where I used to live shaved all the hair off her arms because she thought her arms were too hairy. Really? Yeah. Which made me sad at the that time. That makes me
0: sad. Like, I think a like, boy like
2: one a boy that she used to date had told her she had really hairy arms and then she was really conscious about it.
1: Oh.
2: And so like, yeah, it's it's just that expectation mm-hmm. that men don't have. Mm-hmm. That the period's all tied up in, isn't it? Mm-hmm.
0: The thing is yep. as well, like, when you actually, like, when you start dating someone and you both like each other, you don't even notice those things. Yeah. Because, like, you're, if you're into the person you're getting on, mm. yeah. like, you're not really, like, you're looking closely at the person, like, in regards to, like, getting to know them. But, like, there's just so many things you don't care about. and yep. But then when you first, like, start dating someone, you say all these, like, nasty things, like... Oh, you've got Harry Pitts off. Oh, don't talk about Harry's off. I Ooh.
1: guess when you first
0: meet someone, you
1: you can only judge based on their appearance, can't you? Because you don't know anything yeah. about them. And you only see them in... You having a good scritch there, Snowy? <laughs> <laughs> it's the like, dog...
0: don't shave my legs.
1: <laughs> 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 I like got
0: to me. be oh naturel, said Snowy the dog. For everyone listening, we've got a really cute doggy in the corner <laughs> who um. Soothed to sleep by our period (laughs) conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I can't remember what I was saying. What's the next? What can we talk about periods? So we're nearly done now. Just kind of like, um, what would you like to see in society as like an improvement to the way periods are approached? Like, or in baby steps, what do you think like people can do next?
1: I think the education bit that we've talked about is key making sure that both men and women are educated to a to a decent standard it's not just Mm -hmm. not just looking at it as um this is just part of the menstrual cycle and you will bleed for a week and here's some tampons more sort of like you know holistic and making making sure that it's it's a positive thing Mm -hmm. it's not seen as this barrier Mm. Because I think... And it is a barrier in some parts of the world because there's not good enough access to um, sanitary wear and all this sort of stuff. If you can put all that in place, then it's not a negative thing that you have to hide.
0: Exactly. Like, it's completely natural. Yeah. And it happens. So if we just kind of embrace it and help people manage it better all over the world and just talk about it more, it'll just... You know, there won't be this horrible perception of it from the men's side. I remember seeing... Um, in Monkey
2: in town there mm-hmm. was they were selling moon cups at one oh, yeah. point
0: mm-hmm.
2: and I was like oh wow that's quite like a big sort of step to go into like a fashion shop and it makes it even
0: more accessible yeah, and it's just it's like yeah.
2: it's for younger people and you know it just gets that conversation going it makes it more sort of you feel like seen a little bit because mm. I suppose everyone has them, but you never feel like we were saying that you can talk about it. So mm-hmm. it just opens that conversation a little bit yeah, more, definitely. brings it to the mainstream a little bit more.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, definitely. And, yeah, yeah,
2: and having you know, your, if you're straight, you're with a guy or whatever, to for them to have some kind of interest in it that yeah. goes beyond just knowing that it happens, but thinking a certain thing, actually thinking what that means yeah yeah for a woman
0: because it does make you feel quite it can make you feel quite unwell and it can affect your mood and your mental health you know even if it's just temporary if you're really struggling with like bad periods or whatever so i think definitely like you know partners and and friends just being more considerate of people and that periods happen and
1: just to try and support each other Mm -hmm. a bit more and I mean, there's been a lot of conversation about how it can be managed through work because you don't, you know, I feel like you should be allowed to take a sick day because you're having a bad period, but you, no one wants to say I'm having a bad period, no, so you might yeah. make something else up. Or you're like, oh, well, I'll just be told off because they don't think that's actually like illness yeah, or whatever. That's
2: yeah. a big one, the work one. Yeah. I think there's still a lot of fear in women talking about periods as because it's not maybe not seen as professional in the workplace or particularly like you say sick days some women it's debilitating mm. they cannot get up they cannot work you and worked with
1: someone who had horrendous yeah cramps,
2: really you? really horrendous cramps mm. like couldn't even focus you can't focus it's it's horrible and to force yourself to come in because you're worried what your manager might say or what someone's going to say all just make it worse Mm -hmm. so there needs to be that open conversation and even being in work and having to go to the toilet on your period and feeling like you have to hide your sanitary wear when you walk to the toilet in case somebody sees
0: i stopped doing that about maybe like two years ago um i forgot pads and stuff and then there's a colleague who's really sweet and she has like a, a drawer Stash. just full of it yeah. mm. and then like I messed her and I said oh have you got any um, pads or anything she was like yeah she's like I'll sneak it over and I was like no it's okay I'll come over and then I picked it up and then like I just walked normally yeah. with it and no one actually cares yeah so I think yeah it's, it's, it's a really good point I think like visibility and mm. just being like If someone actually says something offensive as well, like "Oh, you're on your period," like I'd love to just turn around and be like, "Do you know what I am? (laughs) I am on my period. It happens every month. (laughs) And what? Like nothing's gonna change until like menopause, and that's another kettle of fish. Like obviously, I don't know anything too much about, but um, yeah, no, definitely like awareness and accessibility. Like
1: I think it's it's a funny one in the office because. When you talk about your period, you're talking about something that happens in an intimate area and you wouldn't want, you don't want your colleagues to be thinking about your intimate area. Yeah. So it's sort of, it is a funny one.
0: I guess um, it's more sort of
2: the the um, side effects of a period yes, that you yeah, want yeah. to discuss, like how you're feeling. Yeah, feeling a bit bloated. You feel a bit sick. You've got a headache. Yeah, you've you know you've got cramps. It's mm-hmm. not. I'm going to go and change my bloody tampon. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I'm just wondering if maybe that's where that's sort of why it's bec- it's quite a difficult line to yeah cross yeah. because you wouldn't. There's not a male equivalent no, that it sure. would be acceptable to. Talk about except for maybe sort of you know male specific cancers or something yeah, you know yeah. like I, d- I don't even know then, what else you would talk about that would be
0: an equivalent yeah is not really an equivalent is yeah. there really which I think that's why it's so hard to talk exactly, about yeah I think it's definitely taken away because um, like people just see like especially on I'm not having a go at men but like on the yeah, men's yeah. side like you talk about vaginas they instantly think of sexual things exactly, yeah or yeah just about, all oh, the forgiving birth, when actually, like, there's a lot more going on that it is barely, barely related, mm-hmm. but, like, it, well, it is closely related, but it's not really, because, mm-hmm. like, just because you're on your period doesn't mean, you know, it doesn't have to mean, oh, sex, mm-hmm. or having a baby. It's just, like, it's a period. So I think, like, people don't, a lot of people don't know how to separate it from mm-hmm. the mind, that, like, just because it's blood coming out of that intimate area... Mm-hmm doesn't mean it has to, like, make you feel uncomfortable, but yeah. it does because people associate genitals with, mm, like... Sex, yeah. Sex, so... But, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I guess the big thing about work is just not letting
2: people feel like they have to suffer inside. Exactly. Because yes. yes.
0: some periods are brutal. Like, yeah. I, I know that now. Mm. I know. And and sometimes, like, they last for a long time mm. as well. You know, it's, like, you know, the first first day, it's just kind of starting, and then I feel like it's the second, third, and fourth day. Mm. That's just like I can feel my body. And yeah. I can actually feel it coming out of me, like from inside. Yeah, and it's so uncomfortable, mm. and it can really make you feel like death. Yeah, um, and I think that's just something that in a work environment is hard to
1: yeah get
0: across mm. unless all your managers are women. Yes, and, yeah. yeah, and your directors and CEOs are women. I know. feel
1: like I had, I had horrendous periods as a teenager and it was so difficult to manage at school because your day is so regimented and you don't want to be that one that has to, that's yeah. like oh can I go to the loop please miss and yeah. like oh, no oh my period, and the number of times I'd have little accidents and stuff because I couldn't change you know all of a sudden your pad would fill up and you couldn't go and change it and oh. you know then you're stuck in your uniform all day and like and even sort of you've got such bad cramps but you can't you know um, the I forget what we used to call it, but, you know, where you go to where of the nurses or whatever. Yeah. They, uh, they can't just give you paracetamol. So you'd then yeah. just be sat there with a hot water bottle, like,
0: and people be like, where
1: were you? And it's like, Ooh. like, it was really, really horrible. And then I, it's only sort of in the past five years or so that that's kind of, I don't know, maybe my hormones have shifted or whatever, but it's become a lot more manageable. And it's mm-hmm. strange now to think back and think, God, I cope with all of that. Mm. Like, when you're quite an immature person as well and you've got, you know, it really knocks your
0: self-confidence and your belief and your ability to just go and do stuff. You kind of just expect to just to get on with it. Yeah. And I don't think I actually mentally dealt with the impact of what a period is and how I'm going to manage it until, yeah. like, much later in life when it's kind of like, it would have been great to have that support
1: mm-hmm.
0: early on. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, because there's a lot of there's a lot out there of,
2: like, it really impacts, like, girls in sport, yeah, teenage mm-hmm. girls in sport, and teenage girls being able to feel like they are able to yeah. carry on doing these things that they were able to do before a period, mm-hmm. so it can have a really detrimental effect mm-hmm. on their progress mm-hmm. in their passions, potentially, yeah. throughout their teenage years, which has a, has a knock-on effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the school thing's really important because that's where you'd start with your education and things. But also, like you know, feeling able to just say to a member of staff or something in front of a class of people, like, "Oh, you know, I'm on. You know, I need to go to the toilet because I'm on my period," and it not be a thing. Yeah,
0: yeah,
2: yeah. I don't know whether we'd ever
0: get there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I hope so. Yeah, I hope so because it's like just like the last couple of points. Like it's almost straight like periods and menstruation is treated in the same way that like mental health is yeah where it's like it I feel like mental health is getting more exposure now and Mm -hmm. more attention whereas I still think like periods the social impact of it is still kind of being Mm -hmm. glazed over it's like it is a taboo and we don't really deal with it properly and I think the more people talk about it and highlight hello this is a problem we need to Mm -hmm. like work on it Hopefully that that will be the change. Mm-hmm. But yeah. definitely the recycle, like reusable, recyclable kind of products. I think that's a massive step forward. Mm-hmm. And like you said, Mandy, and selling it in shops and just being like it's readily available yeah. for yeah. everyone. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. But um, I think that's about yeah. it. So yeah. we've solved periods. We have solved <laughs> periods. Good chat. We, co- <laughs> we could probably do like another one of these, maybe like in a couple of months, and see if anything has changed. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Mine are 90%. blue now. <laughs> <laughs> See, mine was from the advert where it was green. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that's everything. Thank you, Stefan Mandit. We'll be back soon talking about lockdown and maybe more about periods. So thank you and have a nice day. <laughs> <Toodles>. bye, bye.
1: <laughs>